Hey guys, welcome to episode three of Berlin Startup Radio. Just a quick one this time. Uh, we're coming to the end of the year. It's very much into the Christmas season. There is a lot of glue wine and or, or mulled wine, depending on where you're from, flowing around. And I thought it would be great to sit down and do a bit of a review of the year with some colleagues of mine uh, here on the product team in Fiverr. So this episode is not so much about startups and entrepreneurship, but it's more of a, a geek fest blowout into cool products, gadgets, uh, things you might want to buy for Christmas, or maybe uh, things that were cool this year or, or significant events that happened this year in the tech world. So I hope you enjoy whatever you're doing. Have a great holiday season. Drink plenty, eat even more. And I'll see you in the new year for another episode. Oh, just one more thing before we get into it. There's a ton of products and really cool services that we talk about in this episode. Like, really, it's it's insane. So uh, make sure you go to berlinstartupradio.com where you'll find all of the show notes and you can get a link to every single thing that we talk about in this episode. Uh, so if, you, if you're interested and you want to read more or if you just want to see some cool YouTube videos of drone footage, then, yeah, head over to berlinstartupradio.com. So here it is. Merry Christmas. Christmas thing and talk about some some end of year slash Christmas stuff. But yeah, we have glue wine first. The uh, only problem is what happens when we need more glue wine. <laughs> it's a good point. That, that's a problem. A really nice we'll we'll think yeah. about it when when we're actually have yourself? Yeah, I'm not gonna introduce you all, so maybe you can go around and let's start with you, Peter. Okay, hey, uh, I'm Peter. Uh, I'm in the product team of Fiber. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm Philip, and not surprisingly, perhaps I'm also in the product team of Fiber. Cool. I'm Felix. I'm actually leading the team together with Peter. She uh, left out. Thanks for the additional info. I'm Jan. I'm also part of the product team in Fiber. Yeah, and of course, um, I'm Ed as well, and I also work in the product team here. So uh, we sat in we sat in like a, a semi cozy, probably the least echoey room of our office that, that we could find. It's not bad. It might get a little hot, I think, after about an hour and, and glue oh, wine. there's windows. Yeah, yeah but yeah. just because of the glue wine. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, we're here to talk about, I guess, uh, Christmas slash end of year things. So I'm hoping you've all brought something to talk about. And um, yeah, if you, if you, let's, let's start with just a random question. <coughs> well, I think, I think, do you? No, it's just thing. I brought something, but I left it in my bag at my desk. So. Oh, you have something physical? Yeah. Ah, okay. Well, you can I'll just grab it in between. Cool, okay. Um, yeah, 2014, it's nearly over. If, if you had to say that 2014 was the year of something, what, what would that be for you? If, if you look at... Mobile. Another year of mobile. Another year of mobile. Yeah. I think that's kind of a given now, right? Well, I mean, it was the year when mobile overtook 
like oh like consumption like time spent on mobile devices overtook like yeah was that desktop? this year was it I this year i think it was last year actually. wasn't yeah. last year well it was end of last year it still still counts yeah. you know like in the top 10 of whatever year like december of last yeah. year is always count. it's kind of too far back to remember anyway yeah uh yeah so year of mobile uh i would say was, uber uber the, the yeah. rise and fall and almost fall <laughs> and who knows if they're gonna fall the yeah. Uber, yeah. yeah it's, it's like it's, it's really it's grown yeah a lot right. and then it's so much yeah yeah especially like here yeah. yeah like i've always like totally missed out on the whole like uber pop and like yeah let's pay two euros to mm. you know drive for 20 minutes to berlin mm. so last week last week i checked my my credit card statements and then i saw how much <laughs> how much i was actually using uber because it's I, I pay a lot through paypal and they only make a deduction once but yeah, uber, I, I have so many because uber i use directly with my credit card yeah. so for every ride i have one transaction on there and i really i have so many rides and there's nothing in between like no purchase or anything yeah. <laughs> there's days where i've used it twice or three times or so and i think for about a week or so i use it almost every evening to go back from the office for like a euro yeah and no, Peter and I, Peter and I actually were shared one. You were sitting here waiting for an Uber Pop to be available, yeah. having your phone open for half an hour. <laughs> yeah, because using it to go back from work is one of the few instances where you can actually use it. Because yeah. you're not uh, dependent on someone being available right away. I just put the phone yeah. next to my computer and yeah. wait for someone to be available, yeah. and then I yeah. go. You just like kind of wait for the traffic to die down, and then you just yeah. wait for something <laughs> to come by. It's like with Drive Now and Car to Go. It's the same thing. You're basically you're stuck wherever you are until something becomes available. That's yeah. not. Totally yeah. Yeah. That's not you know one one kilometer away. And you're ready to wait 17 minutes for them to take the good thing about Uber is that like even if you probably sum up all the all the uh, charges in a credit card it's like 30 euros for like two months of usage or something Not even. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean so I did it once to go to the office and I was I think I was running late or something I was like oh crap I'm gonna take an Uber gonna get there super quick and it actually took me longer than the Uban would take anyway yeah I, mean, I, don't, I don't know if everyone's aware of that actually I think a lot of people don't even don't know, know that, that, yeah. that Uber is so it's so ridiculously cheap yeah. right now in yeah Berlin. but you don't want to tell people yeah, but now it's over no, anyway. Like the bonanza is I gone. Because I really like the I really like the system, so I think people should know about it. But and now you can like only use it on the use weekend. It actually, the higher the chance that it will actually stick, and there's going to be like a critical mass of people using it, and maybe then the whole legislation thing will be different. Mm. If it's like five geeks using it, it's probably not not, not not much of a big deal. But if everyone using it, yeah. But so do you think you really think they'll succeed in in all of these crazy? I don't Battles know. Like they, I think like that—that's the problem because like as long as like you know five geeks were using it, like you know the whole taxi like cartel was like yeah who cares right? Yeah. But now it's like now they're really putting up a fight and they have the, like they have the law on their side, you know usually. Well, they hire lobbyists and things. Yeah, that that's true. And there's like you know like there's a lot of regulations and whatnot. Like especially in Italy, there was like a couple of years ago there was like taxi drivers that were protesting against an attempt by the government to even like open the taxi market like you know taxi licenses were sold for half a million euro and of course they don't want anything to get into their market and not eliminate that market like uber i think there's going to be like even more fights and and mm. you know like difficulties did, did any of you have like a super shitty experience with uber no. No. no, no. I mean, only once we had a really small car back from the from the product dinner at the Ethiopian restaurant. It was a really tiny car, but then yeah. one other occasion I was driving in a five series BMW, oh, yeah. which you would also never have as a taxi anywhere. Mm. I was I was in London this weekend and I made the mistake of taking an Uber and yeah. kind of just automatically thinking, oh, I need to get to this place. Let's just take an Uber. It's not as I cheap. I was like anymore. completely slapped across the face with a huge. 
uh, bill just for going. Like, how much? How much was the city? Uh, it was like twenty five pounds or something. So is is it more expensive than taxi in, in in London? Well, I don't know. I don't know. It's been a while since I got a black cab in London. Oh. I think it's, I think it's more. Yeah, I think it's more. Um, yeah. But it depends on a bunch of things because I think they ch- the pricing kind of scheme for the black cabs is a bit different. Yeah, but is was there like Uber Pop you used or like the normal Uber? So the, this is the other thing that totally confused me. They don't have Uber Pop in London. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Just there's Uber X. Uber X yeah. Which I mean, that's that's one thing I don't really understand. Like, what's the real difference between Uber Pop and Uber X? Because it's it's the same thing at the end. I mean, when you take an Uber X in the US, it is people driving their yeah. own cars, and here it's called Uber Pop for. Some reason, maybe so there's a minimum size or only length of, of the name types of yeah. cars that you can use for that. I don't know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but there's no Rex anywhere else in Europe than in the UK, yeah. think, so. okay, yeah. strange. And it must just be a name thing, I guess, yeah, yeah. Maybe there's like the in, the in the UK and the US, and then I decided Ubrex, I don't know, maybe not a pronounceable, maybe just like, yeah, maybe it's the, the language thing, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we have we have the year of Uber, uh, any like high level crazy or big shifts in tech this year that, that you can think of? I mean, ad tech is just so many, <laughs> seeing so many. <laughs> 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 I'm here to talk about is moving the world. <laughs> no, but it's true in terms of acquisitions and yeah. consolidation. I mean, that's what, that's what we see because we're so close. Yeah, of course. It's pretty crazy at the moment. Yeah, it's, it's been almost on a monthly basis. There's been some big shift in terms of somebody getting acquired or... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and true. lots of stuff here in Berlin. So I mean, mobile ad tech that is mobile yeah. yeah, surprisingly yeah. a lot of mobile ad tech here in yeah. Berlin. Yeah. But also like video, like hasn't like Yahoo bought this one company for like five hundred million? Now Facebook got this other company for four hundred million. It's probably. just like, it doesn't even matter what these companies are. Yeah, it's just like video stuff. Yeah, it's just like video stuff. Yeah, it's just like something. Yeah, it's just like I don't know. But it's not only ad. So uh, we have Amazon Prime now in Germany. There's Netflix in Germany. Mm. Um, yeah. watch ever uh, all kinds of stuff coming out video streaming kind of I think even surpassing DVD mm. rentals at some point in time and yeah. still or all of them use Microsoft Serialite as a, as a plugin from the yeah. browser which yeah, is because just digital rights that's the worst <laughs> with, with Netflix there's a way I think in the latest Safari that it defaults to HTML5 they do like a beta I mean there's the same on, on Amazon but then they're like Oh, if you update to the Silverlight plugin, you get better viewing experience because of some reason. Yeah. It's like, nah. They probably, so. they probably don't have their like, highest resolutions. Yeah, I think it's just mm. about DRM. Like, Silverlight yeah. yeah. offers yeah. more strong DRM protection than the rest of the technologies. Yeah. Yeah. So. But I think they are trying to transition away from it. I, mean, I would hope so, because Silverlight on Mac is pretty painful. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah. Hmm. But it was also a year of, a drone, of drones, actually, in general. Year of drones. That is true. Year of near airline disasters. Near yeah. near airline disasters. <laughs> Although of I, creepers with their cameras in the air and yeah. stuff like that. But Something tells me that <laughs> next year after the Christmas period, it's going to be even more crazy for for that actually. Oh. Yeah. So we get so, really so in the air over Berlin. Yeah, I will yeah. not have any room to fly my. <laughs> yeah, you'll be crashing into other crashes. 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 Become more common. Yeah. That sounds like, no a common occurrence. Occurrence. like a Discovery Channel TV show, The Drone Crashers. Yeah. Drone crash- the year of the drone, kids. <laughs> drone Crashers. It's just like these teenage kids like fighting each other because they <laughs> crash their drones. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, Felix, you're the, the kind of drone meister here. Um, <laughs> It's like a class in World of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah. Well, it sounds like the, the German edition of some like Borg, you know, Borg drone. drone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so, I mean, what attracted you to get into drones and how did that happen? 
So I basically saw a video that was shot with a drone, and that was that was enough. Um, <laughs> so some of my some of my flatmates went uh, on a sailing trip, and they came back with uh, videos that they had shot with uh, a drone of someone that was on the boat as well. Ah, so so footage of a boat like from from off yeah, yeah, and all, just also the like the coastline and everything. Yeah. And I was always really interested in aerial photography. I really liked to see things from like, from from the air. Mm. And I, I really liked to watch movies from um, from this French uh, director yeah. who did Home, for example. And he has a book about like the Earth from above and oh. so on. And then I saw okay, it's really actually really easy to do these kind of uh, to get that perspective mm. using a drone. Where before for these uh, for these images you need a helicopter or a small plane or so to take them, and now yeah. it's quite affordable. So yeah. I started looking into it, and then I got the the DJI Phantom 2, which right now I think is the most the most popular drone for for this kind of aerial filming. DJI Phantom 2. Okay. So I mean, having done all the research, you would if somebody was looking to get into it, that would be what what you would recommend, or is is that fairly kind of high level? Drone. I mean, is there something that you could get for less money that, that is still worth buying? So I didn't do that much research because I saw the footage there and I, I had some input from my friends that had used it. So I knew, okay, this is, it's a good setup. And I read some some articles about it and most of them recommend this as a entry level like for uh, amateur, amateur stuff. Of course, mm -hmm. you can get... When you look more into it, look at YouTube videos and what you can build yourself, you can easily spend up to 10,000 euros mm -hmm. on a... Hexa or Octocopter, mm -hmm. they would be even more stable and you could put a huge gimbal for your DSLR and spend another 2,000 euros on your DSLR. Okay. Um, but I think with the... the they actually carry full DSLRs, those things? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the bigger the like drone gets, the bigger... You could probably theoretically carry a red cam with one of them. If you make yeah, well, they do. You can put a red cam below like one of those like, huge Octocopters, yeah. which is then it's like... It's like... $30,000 worth of equipment right I mean, there. Yeah. How, how heavy are those things in the first place? But yeah. to carry it with a, with a battery-powered drone is, is yeah. ridiculous. And when you do all the research, you end up seeing the, the Velocopter, which yeah. has, I think, 20, 20 rotors or so, and can carry a person. Okay. <laughs> or you can just oh, buy a helicopter yeah. Yeah. at some point. And take your DSLR and take pictures from that. It's made yeah. in Germany, actually. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's also, like, with the DSLR, there's a lot of, like, professional filming studios now popping up that use drones yeah. for their yeah. like services yeah. for filming. Yeah. Mm. But in the end, it allows you to do some pretty awesome stuff that you either you need a plane or a helicopter and you can do some shots that just weren't possible before yeah. because you can't yeah. fly a helicopter like, within one meter of a, of a building yeah. or something like this. Yeah, yeah. and you're starting to see in, in kind of, uh, at least I see it in documentary footage and yeah. things now, yeah. even professional stuff that this is obviously drone footage. Yeah, yeah. I start to realize that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and sometimes you see the shadow of the actual thing. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's true. Yeah. And talking briefly about things like the, you know, the things that this year is about mirrorless system cameras. Like DLSRs are out now. It's like mm. all mirrorless system cameras, like mm. same, you know, like uh, chip, yeah. um, interchangeable lenses, much mm. easier. Like to carry so around like four thirds or no, no, like whatever, like what, what does whatever has like. Canon has or whatever like it's, it's the same chip it's just like yeah. they do away with the whole like yeah. mirror mechanism huh. and then like something really nice comes out so what does um, it, well, I mean, it change in terms of how you see it I mean, there's been like the, the Olympus pen already like a few years ago which was mm -hmm. pretty much a mirrorless DSLR so is, is 2015 the, the year of the death of the DSLR Plus the mm, plus, plus, plus no, I don't think so. You mean like another year when I've never used DSLRs yeah, so. will be dead? I think <laughs> no. I think that's one of the like the, the running jokes as well. Like if people are like, yeah, DSLRs will be out because it's so big and so inconvenient. Yeah. Yeah. But I still think that there are certain aspects to it that yeah. just you cannot replace with 
with anything else mm. at this point. Like, yeah, but I mean, like, actually, video, so yeah. for that, I don't think it's uh, so relevant no. in the end. No. So mm-hmm. I've, I actually never had a, or used a DSLR already. Mm. No, but I mean, just for drones, for example, like, why would people put the DSLR up there, which yeah. is, like, super heavy if they can just, like, really yeah. have, like, just a, you know, kind of it's a point-and-shoot thing. And that's, you know, kind of, like, lowest requirement for like, cinematographers or photographers or whatever yeah. to just, like, buy one of these, I don't know how much it costs, like, what, 1,500 yeah. euro drones and like stick a 400 euro DLSR like actually the, the drone you can get for for much less yeah know. okay so the the setup if you get a basic setup get the phantom 2 not the vision but the the one without a camera and then a gimbal a two axis gimbal and a gopro i think you're you're ready for probably just under a thousand euros okay okay that's within like expensive gifts yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah that, that's like kind of like it's stuff like I don't know, like five years ago, how much would have it cost to like build that? It's yeah. like probably like several thousand. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean the drone itself is just five hundred euros. By, yeah. Uh, yeah. Even the new one, I think, so yeah. five hundred euros. And of course, GoPro have been like riding this wave. Of, yeah. They just they must be sitting there rubbing their hands. And together. they just they've just released an entry level GoPro for one hundred and twenty five euros. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. So it doesn't have crazy high resolution. I think it's one eighty p thirty fps. So what you need okay. I know <laughs> not a lot of slow motion stuff but yeah. for 125 euros you have a lot of fun if you go skiing or something like this yeah. I like how like full, full HD resolution yeah. is now just ah. like yeah What's it's just a minimum you need it's like that was entry level like two years what on YouTube exactly no it's kind of crazy well I mean now there is 4k on YouTube and maybe even yeah. Around 60 FPS on, on YouTube, yeah. actually, which yeah. is probably maybe even a bigger advancement than just like pure resolution. Yeah, so. I think 60, like 60, 50, 60 FPS, actually, it's, it's, it looks weird, especially like in yeah. movies and stuff. But oh, for yeah. like, for if you watch soccer, a soccer match in 50 FPS, that's, yeah. that looks pretty cool, actually. Sure. It looks really, really good. Looks yeah. almost like FIFA, <laughs> which is, I don't know if that's desirable, but it's you know. still pretty weird. Like the the Hobbit last year, uh, yeah, actually the, the, the movie was weird. was the most extensions I've ever had. It was like the Hobbit two OV IMAX three D HFS. I think that yeah. yeah, I think that was it. That was weird. That was like really took a while to yeah. get used to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't watch it in that version. Again. But that was just for the Yeah, it was. It was yeah. not even fifty or sixty. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. 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 But so it was almost 24, 25, 24, 24, 24 is the standard for 24.9, yeah, 25 for NTSC or something. No, 30 yeah. is uh, NTSC is oh, really? 30, yeah, yeah, like 29.95. Yeah, right, no, but yeah, like it, it really it really looks like more realistic, which is something that everybody says, like you don't even want to go for that all unless the time. it's like a fantasy thing, yeah, exactly. Uh, like, yeah, like it was kind of missing the, the movie taint yeah. that you normally have, yeah, exactly. Like, exactly, you kind of expect yeah. it to be a little like blurry. Was it, it's, was it's it was a bit like similar the, to the to the daily soaps that are normally uh, oh, recorded right. with like digital yeah. cameras, yeah. like already for a long time? It looks cheap, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It looked really strange. Yeah. It's, it's like the reverse of the uncanny valley, you know, yes. when it like starts looking looking like a little bit too good but not good yeah. enough it's weird and now it looks too good and that's like yeah, even yeah. it's the other side of the uncanny valley it's the uncanny mountain the uncanny mountain, the uncanny mountain. mountain. <laughs> oh, yeah. and I, I cannot watch you've heard it here first YouTube 4K on my MacBook Air 
then it, it doesn't dies. end it. Yeah. No, oh. it, it just uh, it, it stops every now and then. You have ah. this flickering. But oh, yeah. the SPF, like, like it maxes the CPU out? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. To, yeah, I, I have the same. But wait, I mean, how many like, pixels does that have anyway? 4,000 something by... I mean, the MacBook has a lot less. And I think the yeah, actual YouTube video doesn't have 4K. It's just based on the 4K file. Yeah, exactly. And then it renders some lower resolution from oh, what yeah. I would expect. Mm, yeah. I don't think that's like no, full they, 4K. They, they like don't simply need to like 1080p or something like 2.7 I mean, even if, if you choose 1080p uh, in YouTube, that's not a full 1080p file. That's just the, the video that's based on the... 1080p input, but it's still the same number no, of pixels. I think, I think it's actually it, it's, it's, it's just a piece like compressed. They, you think so? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you expand it out, and then it becomes like a real. If you have a screen that can actually. Yeah, yeah. 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 Of course, yeah. in the preview, I don't think that's the real like that's like downsampled. But if you expand it and you yeah, have okay, the, yeah. the real the but screen real. Air doesn't even have. A yeah. No, exactly. And, and everyone goes crazy either. about all these like 4K badges on tech that you buy. Like, oh, my, my phone can record 4K. Yeah. Nobody has a screen with enough pixels to play that content anyway. It yeah. It uses up space on their hardware. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's the same thing with full HD uh, for years ago. Yeah. Like, I need full HD, and then you just plug, like, I need a full HD TV, and you just, like, plug it into your, like, set-top box or something, and you've got the, the crappy <laughs> digital TV, with, like... Yeah. Yeah. Which looks extra. I mean, actually, it looks much worse than a standard TV. Like, if you plug in like a non HD uh, source into an HD TV, it just, like, looks just like weird and kind of like, wobbly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so let's talk about Christmas. Um, what would be your top thing if, if, well, okay, so money has to be a limit, but <laughs> uh, what, what would be your top thing on your Christmas list for this year for yourself? Or if, let's say, because I, I, so I never end up asking for these kind of things because it's always like way out of the price range that anybody would ever buy me for a present. But I usually end up just saying, you know, sod it, I'm going to treat myself yeah. after Christmas or something and, and like totally indulge in something that I've wanted for a long time or something that I've kind of been uh, kind of thinking about for, for months. Do you, do you guys have one of those things? Yeah, but it's usually not limited by money. Ah, okay. That's the, it's the interesting <laughs> What's the thing. It's a problem. That's right. It's usually time. <laughs> okay. Okay. And for a lot of things that, that you always want to do, time is yeah, yeah, of course. Limited. Or you're afraid of doing it or something like that. Yeah. So you're only limited by fear. <laughs> In a lot of cases, that means. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's a good point actually. Um, no, I don't know. I this year is strange. I don't have. I, I've always had like, I am gonna buy this high-end stereo. Or I'm gonna buy these really nice headphones that I wanted for ages. Um, even before that, probably some some big upgrade for my for my gaming PC or something. But I don't know. I don't know what that is yeah, this year. But I, I mean, I think like that it's it's kind of a general trend, and it kind of plugs into what I was you know I, I was going to talk about. So you know, but it's like actually it's like non-material things. Like what I want is simplification. I don't want to own. I don't want to bother with yeah. like anything. I just want to use. Like I want to have Uber, I want to have like all the things I always need at the point, and then I don't want to care about it anymore. Sure. So that's kind of why. Yeah, yeah. That would yeah. be a great. That would be a, See, exactly. My, it's like the the best gift for me for Christmas would be a service. year an annual subscription to a laundry service yeah. that comes in the morning, picks up dirty laundry that I put in front of the door, and when I come back in the evening, it's your done. neighbors it's will be done. so happy. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. It's ironed. I never iron anything, but I would like to have everything ironed. Like putting your underwear. Everything. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I know, I know people that like iron their socks and their underwear. Okay. I don't have anything that needs to be ironed because I hate ironing. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. What, even shirts? 
Well, I, okay, it's I have some shirts, but I never iron them. I probably yeah. bring them to a dry clean. Okay. You do get those crazy kind of self, not self ironing, but. Oh, no, yeah. self ironing. Yeah. Self ironing. Yeah. 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 Those never fully work. It's still nice to, nice to you know, like iron your stuff. It yeah. looks way better. I mean, that would actually so be a really service. Because, yeah. like, for me, it's, it's just these kind of chores that are just becoming the biggest annoyance of my yeah, life. Exactly. It's like every weekend. I'm like, okay, I need to do this, I need to like do my laundry and iron my shirts because I do iron my shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you are wearing shirts. Because I'm wearing shirts, that is true. And like, you know, all the, like doing groceries and going to anyway to return bottles for fun because I'm just... So that we have solved already. That's yeah. Oh, yeah. order everything from oh. Raver. Yeah. And then so they pick up the fund as well. And if you have collected a lot of, yeah, but only as many as you order, which doesn't make any sense at yeah, all. That's good. Is, but is that's how they. It makes sense for them. It makes sense so, for them. Yeah, for them, yes. For us, no, because we order something for a party, for example, and then you have fourteen crates Perfect. in your in your flat, and then you order something next time from them. You don't order any drinks, so that they have room to take your crates, and then they tell you, sorry, we only take as many crates as we also deliver. Ah, uh, the same so order. So yeah. ah, the same order? That doesn't make a lot of sense. So, what, so if, I, if I have more crates then if you order If I have old yeah. stuff, so I already ordered, like I have for like, like five crates from Rewe. Tomorrow I have a you next, have my next delivery. Oh, okay, so like two arrive tomorrow, so I can give them two. Yeah. I can give them all the ones I ordered from them? No, maybe you're lucky and the guy will take more, but he's not supposed to. But then you're oh. never going to get rid of your crates. Exactly, yeah. but... But you do you get your money back? Bottles, you get like the fun well if you give them crazy you get fun it's just um, they set it off with your um, with your bill but they already paid <laughs> with paypal then already yeah, paid you get some money back on paper oh okay we pay with paper okay well. good uh, and really, then if you have a lot of funds we usually put it on classified ads yeah. for a little less than the the actual value of okay. the fund always find someone to pick it up yeah and, okay. and yeah that's something definitely well, to do a, as well that's a pretty top tip for for hacking your yeah your bottle consumption i never thought of that I just, yeah. uh, if you don't have so many, if you if you live by yourself, you can also bring it to a Speti nearby. Mm. But if you have a lot, then mm. they will not uh, accept yeah. it. So is there some is there some rule in Berlin that that like these Speti have to take your bottles or it's actually all of them have to take them? Like yes. Every single supermarket, every single okay. shop has to take them. Really? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think they only have to take the one they sell. No, 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 no. They actually have to take all of them. I'm quite convinced about that yeah. but the machine always spits them back so like, yeah hey, i think they have to then you have to like oh. do the stupid ringing the bell and asking the guy because i think they have to yeah, yeah. or you just go to getränke hoffmann and you know they just like or you just go to go. just like dump everything <laughs> which is what i need to do i have like five of those ikea bags of like pfandflaschen in my cellar oh. and it's like, yeah. Never get rid of them. In your cellar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just like always bring them down. I'm just, like, I always like, I'm going to return them and they're on the way down. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, oh my gosh, great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You just swim through yourself. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, every time I need to put something in, I just like, okay, take all the things out. You know, like yeah. put a thing in and put them all back in. You just have to like, move to like a specialized. Uh, uh, guy who just brings you the water and the yeah. juices, and he's, oh, ta he's yeah. taking yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah if you get so. a yeah, it, with with Rewe, it doesn't work because they take only as many crates as you order. Uh. But if you order from a specialist, like yeah. drinks uh, <laughs> delivery <laughs> place, they will take, yeah. Yeah. take yeah. all my five, all do. my five IKEA <laughs> bags. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like those. They usually only take the crates. I think they oh, won't okay. take yeah. the plastic. Yeah, yeah I have like I'm sure it's like sixty or seventy euros, and just like yeah, put it on put it on eBay. There's an app for that. There's, there's an app for that. There's like <laughs> eBay Kleinanzeigen for that, I guess. Yeah, most yeah. probably. Yeah. Put it in uh, free and write down, okay, I'm actually 
It's actually not free. Take them for 50 euros or so. If you have 60 yeah. euros worth of uh, worth. But of how do they know that it's 60 euros? And they will check well, it you when just they tell, You just say, okay, this is about 60 euros worth of yeah. uh, empty bottles. And yeah. I want 50 euros for it. Yeah. yeah. Just make sure a good uh, mm. per yeah. hour uh, per hour earning comes out for the person that yeah. picks it up. You can actually there's like a website where you can ask for homeless people to come and pick it up and then they get everything. Oh, that you, or you donate the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, just okay. donate. Which oh, I, so I'm so actually now it's tempted it's to do because like yeah. there's, there's such bother. Euros, that's a lot space. Also. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I gladly pay somebody 70 euros to take everything away. <laughs> so I might just like you know just give it to people yeah. for free. Yeah. I mean, then you can just put it on the street. Ten yeah. minutes gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 kind of. Yeah. yeah. So, so back to gifts then. Uh, <laughs> 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 might be fine for littering though. Yeah, probably. <laughs> conversation. No, I've I've seen a lot of. I think there's been a big rise in like subscription-based gifts. Like like you said, I think a lot of people see, see a lot of value in that. So I've seen. Uh, the thing that caught my eye the other day was like this whiskey subs- like tasting subscription. I think it was on Product Hunt or something. Uh, I can't remember the name. I'd be in for that. Uh, it was like, it was like <laughs> Flavia or Flavia. Or uh, they have something like, like this for beer as well. Yeah. Mm. So this is like a thing where you can you can buy gift packs or you can buy like a regular subscription and you get like nice single malt, oh. fairly small bottles. They they put them in their own bottles. So I guess they're, they're like probably making a ton of money on this because they're buying yeah. this whiskey in bulk and, and bottling yeah. it. Oh, is it like is like these 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 razor razor blades shipping thing where like Small you get concept. That's yeah. the worst thing. Like I've seen it there all over my so Facebook space money. for so much, and yeah. then 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 suddenly like they're gone. Like I've never seen them. But are they still are they still there? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there was an article a few weeks back there. Okay. I think on Medium or something like yeah. that. They're just making like so much money because they're. I mean. It's not that much money as a, as a subscription, but yeah. when you consider like how much it actually yeah. costs Cost per manufacturer, so it's yeah. just like yeah. wow, that's some pretty hefty margin on that. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, on on razor blades, I think the margin's crazy. Yeah, no. I mean that's an industry building. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it depends on like if if, if if you're talking about like the Gillette Fusion whatever things. Yeah, I mean, yes, of course. If you're talking yeah. about like the standard razor like blades, the then it's like the twenty five cent off the yeah. shelf thing. Yeah. Did you guys ever yeah. use like a proper proper razor blade? That's on my Christmas wish list. I used to use one. Yeah. When I was younger, I used to use one. Like what, the straight, like, like the straight, like, like a, 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 a well, like a like the barber blade thing. Ah, you mean a, a long one? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I use one of these like round, round ones. Like a yeah. whatever the yeah. name is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the okay. one, small one. Yeah, yeah. You put a small one in, it gets bent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's on your Christmas list. That's on my Christmas list. Yeah, yeah. Including, including a full set. I went to a barber who oh. used one of those. Oh, really? several. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's like yeah, actually. Well, the and most of like the most of the older kind of, yeah. especially like Turkish barbers, they do that. Yeah, and I actually was, really love it. This was in mm. Pakistan. So ah, see. Ah, the ah, guy yeah. knew what he was doing, but it's yeah. scary. It's yeah. really yeah. scary. Because yeah. 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 they do pretty fast, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it feels so fast, like so good. It's just, okay. I mean, it's just someone with a huge blade next to on your neck. But it's also it seems to be kind of pretty popular right now. Yeah, it's super trendy. So right now, I think there were like three or four Kickstarter campaigns for people super hipster to to get into like wet shaving using like the traditional reinvented 1920s whatever uh, razor blades it is a bit hipster like all of the beard oil that you see you have to get the the full package like the the proper soap you have to get the, the brush made out of proper hair and you have to shave you need like a small towel to open up your skin and listen yeah I mean, I would totally have somebody do it for me, but I would be a bit scared to do it myself. Yeah, I, I saw a video of like a barber that was explaining like how to do different wet shave, and like after just like ten minutes, you know, explanation and everything, 
the guy was interviewing us, and I said, like, what, what, what do you do? He was like, well, it's just use a nitrogen racer. He was like, I don't have time to, like, yeah. give myself a chain every morning. So, so why, is there, why is there no subscription for that and for the hairdresser? I would love to have a subscription oh. with my hairdresser. Where I pay, where comes I probably pay even a little bit more than I pay now, but I can go more often and have shorter sessions. So not go, I don't know, every five weeks or so to have the whole thing done, but go every two weeks so that it stays so always pretty much mm. the same, yeah. the same length. Have you asked them if that's possible? No, I haven't, but it would be. Uh, maybe just ask them. Maybe it's possible. possible. What do you want on a? Maybe like nice so just for keep that your like kind of your hairstyle all the yeah, time. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You need to like oscillate between the. This is a little too short and this is a little too long. Yeah. And you never have three days in the middle and you're like, yes, this is the perfect hairstyle. So I'm not the only one who has this. Thank you very much. Everybody's nodding right now. Yeah. No, but it's true. Like, my hairdresser told me that, like, if you want to come in, like, you know, between like real haircuts to just like get it like thinned out and just like remove some stuff, then you can do it for like 10 bucks or something. Yeah. And that's. Yeah. It's quite a lot. I only pay like yeah, 13. Yeah. Oh, really? If you only do that every two weeks, it comes out almost the same as yeah. going yeah. once in two yeah. weeks for yeah. a full yeah. Yeah. haircut. But you stay within your, yeah, you know, within your comfort zone. Of, uh, yeah. I would just like to skip the queue. Like some kind of speedy board. Just call up front and make an appointment. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of appointment the queue. It's a totally backwards way of doing it. When you go and you leave, make your next appointment already. So you don't run into this... It's already way too long, but now I don't have time to, or they, are, they don't have time. Let's not go into a cheap hard next that's Yeah. I think that's, that's, that's the issue of the only queue. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But it kind of does the job, that's the thing. Um, yeah. Okay. yeah. Do you have to beep out that name later on? Of Maybe. The business? I don't know. Maybe oh, advertising? Ask not really. Oh, that's a, that's a good question. No, no brand names. No brand names. How many have we mentioned? Well, unless <laughs> the drone here. <laughs> I mean, why? Is it, if it's an endorsement, why not? Yeah, I mean, yeah. but he just told. Ah, okay. Yeah. Go there, so. so maybe. No, no, there is. Random hairdresser. It's just yeah. an endorsement, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's yeah. and, and the music there is spot on. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Well, it's actually like I a subs. Go to the beat frizzer. It also has good beat. music. Beat. 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 You know, it's a green one. Going to Beat Frisur, they have always electronic music playing. Although okay. I would get crazy if I had to work yeah. there the whole day. Okay. Yeah. So actually, a subscription service that is on my list um, for Christmas is uh, Coffee Circle, to get a subscription for fresh, freshly roasted coffee beans. Mm. Where mm. they ship, like I think you can choose like every two, four, six, or eight weeks, and then the amount of of coffee beans if it's like randomly picked or if it's a specific um, type of beans and they ship it to you. Mm. Did you look at different ones? Because there's, there's actually a lot right now. I just use them because they're for me like the standard Berlin-based coffee ah, roasting okay, okay. subscription company. One. I mean, they stop now, but was it Cafe Bitter? Cafe Bitter, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I see a lot of them. Maybe they're not all in Berlin. Yeah. Are they make, like, having, they have their own beans or are they taking them from like some on street? Uh, actually, I think they roast them themselves. Okay. I'm not 100%. I think so, yeah. They yeah. roast them in their backyard. I mean, they're completely <laughs> branded with their own uh, branding everything. So um, I think they just, yeah. So not like they take from Bonanza or something? No, 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 no. I think they do it on their own. Cool. More brands this time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any other gifts? Any other stuff that's on your, your list this year? Or? In, the, in the expensive range? Yeah, go on. Let's go crazy. Let's okay, go crazy. so I have, my, I have my espresso machine on my list. Okay. Uh, I really want to have a proper... A proper espresso machine at home, not some like 200 euro Krups one button, not a Nescafe capsule, whatever thing, and not like a 150 euro a single portafilter cheap knockoff mm. uh, made out of plastic. I want to have a proper 
uh, dual boiler system uh, at home, uh, yeah. doing proper espresso, proper yeah. milk foaming. And that kind of starts somewhere at 1500 euro. Okay. If you're getting serious. Yeah. Is there a, is there like a particular brand at that price range that's good? Yeah. So like I've, I've talked to a couple of uh, like um, coffee machine shop owners and uh, the one I'm looking for right now is the BFC uh, ELA. It's kind of an entry level machine that it has like a dual system. So you don't have to like single system means you kind of have to wait between heating up for coffee, like for espresso and heating up for milk. Dual system means you can kind of switch between them okay. without too much waiting time. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the an entry level machine there that um, they have really good experiences with. These are with. made at different temperatures. These two. Uh, yeah, they're also made at different temperatures. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess if you use all the heat making your espresso, then you have to wait for it to heat up again. To yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. Then the like next level is to have a different pump that starts at like two thousand or so. So it, like uh, there, it's it's less noisy. It, it's faster to heat up. Um, but that's kind of. Yeah. I, I guess the. At some point, it becomes less about the quality of the coffee and more about the fact that the machine can kick out like a ton of. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I mean, I don't have a coffee shop in my home apartment, and I don't <laughs> yes, have that's eight. Surprising. <laughs> I don't have eight people at home drinking coffee every day. Yeah. So it, it has to be enough for me and my wife and the 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 friends on the weekend. But that's kind of it, and, and I'm mm. fine with that. Mm. Yeah, I, I struggle to justify having having something really nice when I really don't drink a lot of coffee at home, mainly because. Yeah. You know, I come to the office in the morning, I usually yeah. postpone my first coffee until I get here at least, and, and then at the weekend, yeah, okay, so I would make one if it was there, but then, then it's just a weekend thing, and yeah. spending a lot of money on a weekend thing is... <laughs> but but after, after this conversation, now I know how girls must feel when people talk about, like, computers. <laughs> double, double steam, triple system, does this, and here in 2000, yeah. end of extra pump, yeah. and it's like, okay, yeah. so I just want to navigate Facebook, just, like, give me something. <laughs> <laughs> So you're not a coffee connoisseur? <laughs> no, no, actually not. Well, I mean, I know that the one here in Alpha is pretty good, so... Yeah, yeah, I know. Mm. <laughs> I, I heard it from the source. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I mean, that's the thing. I've organized the one for the office here. Um, I, I'll really like doing it, but I don't really have a proper machine at home. I'm kind of error pressing my way through life at the moment and uh, that's not enough for me it's it's not so bad no it's, it's okay it's fine like i it's like i i do i do everything i can to get good coffee at home i look at like the temperature of the water i i, I have good beans at home i i mean aeropress produces really good coffee but i just want to have more so i would love to just have a nice uh, filter thing to to make a pour over coffee it's something that i've not tried before uh, mm. But there's a lot of really good like pour over filter coffee in Berlin. Yeah, I mean, uh, I it's I actually think... not that expensive. Like you can get yeah, it's, standard it's... Chemex sets for for yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe not a couple of bucks, but you don't have to pay a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's true. Uh, the only thing is then I think it becomes a lot more about the quality of the beans because you yeah. really taste the beans. Yeah, of course. So yeah. then you need to kind of invest in that. But... Then you have to grind them freshly. You have a yeah. proper grinder for that. They are actually the pretty expensive. Pretty so expensive. yeah, yeah, they. How how expensive? I just like bought one because I in in mistake I still have like a, a mocha like an yeah. Italian way you know like yeah. as I am yeah. just like that's the way. <laughs> but then yeah. I got I got yeah, like usually gross. I just like get already grinded coffee and I actually ordered from Reve who substituted my order from like grinded coffee to ungrinded coffee like a whole like kilogram of, Sometimes they really of like entire <laughs> entire beans. I said okay let's buy like a coffee grinder from Amazon for like ten bucks. Yeah, that's not a grinder. What what is that? So it's a chopper. Like, it's a chopper, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. It's a blade grinder. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You can do that, but it's it will not really resolve. Yeah, it's, it's exactly. Do you get a manual one? 
There, there are also good manual ones for like 40, 50, 60, but that takes a while to actually grind I mean, the it's coffee. It's a nice, so a friend of mine has this, yeah. and it's kind of a nice ritual when you make yourself a coffee yeah. and you grind, manually grind mm. the beans, mm. take mm. some time. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. you, you yeah. Uh, pour over you like coffee. Too. That, that sounds like a shaving. Almost like a ceremony. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's and they like, same with the AeroPress, that's a whole kind of ceremony yeah. in the morning, but it will also be the same with the proper espresso machine mm. with uh, steaming the milk and whatever, so it's kind of a ceremony. Like, it's kind of my cigarette break here. I don't, I don't smoke, but I do coffee breaks in between. So like the whole ritual of going there and doing the co- like the espresso and the milk and trying to get some kind of rose or farn or whatever into my 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 milk as latte art. That's that's for me the coffee break. Are you um, gonna get a coffee machine where you have to use special water to what? No, 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 no. Tap water direct from the spring. No, 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 no. no, no. A friend of mine that you, that you also know um, has that setup. So he mm. buys uh, special water from the shop where he also bought the the coffee machine. Oh, okay. Um, to use it with the coffee machine. I don't know if it's to keep it actually, more clean yeah. or to to. Yeah, I guess so. Water in Berlin is actually pretty terrible for all appliances in which you have to put water because it's really ah. like it's hard, right? It's, it's like really, really hard. hard. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. always everything is just like covered in this like lime. Yeah, yeah it's lime. We, we filter like all the water that goes into our coffee machine. Yeah, amazing. Brita, Brita, Brita yeah. filter. Yeah. Okay. But actually, if that's, you uh, switch, if you exchange the filters quite often, then it's yeah, fine. Yeah, you have to yeah, do it on a regular yeah. basis. Yeah. But that's a much bigger deal with tea to, to have like good water because yeah. Yeah. obviously it's, it's a much more delicate taste and yeah. actually yeah if you compare uh, if you have a really nice tea that's made with tap water compared to mineral water or something the, you can see the difference in color as well I saw this recently on the web do you do, you do your tea with like mineral water like just like bottle of or no not not really I, mm. I would filter it with a yeah. Brita but okay. yeah to buy mineral water yeah. it's a bit, Okay. <laughs> We're talking about like two thousand euro pounds for for a coffee machine. Subscription service for tea water. For water. Yeah. Well, tea water. water. Yeah. 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 Good that's work. the first rule thing, definitely. Yeah. I'm having my water delivered just for my coffee. Actually, I don't know if that's a. I think this is also a <laughs> wrong problem. Actually, yeah, that's a very good <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> okay. yeah, very good point there. Uh, best best thing you bought throughout the whole year was the best investment that you made. My new iPhone. New iPhone. Yeah. Damn it! You stole mine. iPad. No, for sure, for sure. Okay. Uh, iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mine is ultralight uh, tracking equipment. There's some crazy oh. stuff out there. So okay. I, I went on a on a longer hike this year, and I had problems with my knees before. So I decided, okay, this time I'm gonna get uh, rid of five to ten kilos of my of my pack, and I managed to. I went for seven days with food under 11, under 12 kilos, with food oh. and water for seven days. Okay. So okay. not water for all the seven days. <laughs> yeah. But did, did you have the water delivered? Was it like the special? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> drone did delivery. Just, did you just like drone delivery well? right there? <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I mean, there's you can get sleeping bags in the 300 gram range that lasts. Uh, they oh. go down to like one degree Celsius uh, mm-hmm. comfort temperature. Sleeping mat, uh, 300 grams. It's crazy. Yeah. So I guess that wasn't one thing that really made the difference there. It's, it's like s- optimization across your whole kit that you Yeah, but you with. start with the with the big stuff. So okay. te- the sleeping system, shelter system, tent, uh, yeah. s- tent mat and sleeping bag. Mm. And then the pack itself mm. make the, the biggest mm. difference. And everything from there, then you can look at clothes. Mm. You can find uh, probably cut off 50% of uh, all the all the clothing. Mm. And then everything from there is it's really small improvements. Mm. Did you take that crazy underwear that you kind of just, you just 
dipping in the street. <laughs> you don't have to answer the question. Okay. Can, I, can I remain silent? Did you have that crazy overpriced, totally awkward, weird underwear? Did you buy that? <laughs> um, did, did you just take like one change of clothes or? Uh, like you could easily wash and then like dry out. I've seen underwear like this. Yeah, so we took very very few clothes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. But I didn't have any crazy underwear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Pretty really normal. Okay, I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> Please don't go there. <laughs> so we have we have your your kit lining stuff. We have an iPad Mini. Yeah. Okay. Any reason why in particular? Or? I I mean so I just wanted to get in. This, the actual motivation is that I just want to get an iOS device because I was using Android from before. And mm. I, um, I didn't have like such high expectations for, for an iPad. It was just like, well, I just want to get a small tablet as a, as a content consumption device. Mm. And I like I fell in love with it from the first moment. Like It's just so convenient to, to use it. I, mm. like, you know, the, the time when I was sitting on my couch with my like laptop on my, on my lap doing something, mm. that's just like... It's it's now realized how inconvenient it was. Like now it's just so so nice to like do everything from the iPad, and like, I don't even have to like open my laptop when I go get home from from work. Yeah. So I really love it. It's like it's pretty. It's a perfect companion device for me, like size wise and everything. I mean, the only thing I regret is that I bought it before the new one was was released. Yeah. And the price has mm. dropped quite dramatically. Well, the price has dropped, and the thing is, I mean. It's also it's a first world problem maybe, but since the new one has a touch ID, I kind of like now it's like yeah, I, yeah. I hate when I'm buying some app to just like you know put my uh, iTunes password in there and things like that. Yeah. But honestly, yeah, it was it was it was great, and I got it with a full Apple Store experience in Palo Alto, which was also like mm. a very nice symbolic fanboy. And it got you hooked on iOS. You have an iPhone. Yes. Oh yeah, it, it definitely. Well, I wouldn't see that as a as a reason. I just wanted to try try iPhone, mm. but yeah. for me it was the year of, of coming back to iOS after quite a few years of, of having an Android device and yeah, it, I, I figured it was about time to, to come back and see if all those things that really annoyed me before were actually fixed. And I, probably in, in the most cases it, it is, like it's a completely different OS to, I don't know what it would be when I left, it was like early iPhone 4 era, so... Mm. So 6. 6 or something, something like yeah. Yeah. yeah, but back then there were a ton of things that just annoyed me, and at that point, the 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 advantages of Android were like the few huge, yeah. ones that there were were really really big. So like the intent system and in into app sharing and, and things like that were just like really light years away from from what iOS mm -hmm. was at that point. So still not much, not that much better yet. I mean, there's no. There's the, the capabilities that are the potential, but yeah. it's definitely not there yet. Yeah, but it's at least it's there. That's the thing. Like it's you can do it, and, and it's it's better than it was. But if they let you do it, yeah, true. Yeah, of course. I mean, honestly, like I think from from hardware perspective, like the, the iPhone six is just a fantastic device. Mm. It's just for me, it's like it's such a nice thing to to play with and to use. Like it just feels so. Yeah. Nice, like well built and like so solid. You just had like an old crappy plastic Android device. <laughs> well, yeah. well, I mean, I had this before. I, mean, I think yeah, the exactly. is was, yeah. like okay when I when I bought it, I think it was yeah. a pretty top device. Like if you compare it to all the Samsungs at the time, yeah, yeah. 
they were they were crappy plastic devices. The Nexus yeah. Four was like you know glass back and everything, but this is just like it's, it feels so much. Yeah, I mean, in terms of build quality, I totally understand. Like, apparently, I'm the only Android user who's left in this in this round, and like the thing is. Yep. So, so the Nexus Five, you know, with with actually with Lollipop, is like it's really an amazing thing. It's so much better than with KitKat, and itself, it's just like a very cheap phone. And like my, so I had like an in the very like the two G, so the very first iPhone, I had that, and then I had like an iPhone four for a while. But my beef with with iOS is just like it's fundamental. It's not very customizable. You mm -hmm. can't have widgets. I don't understand mm -hmm. how you can survive in this day and age, you know, <laughs> without widgets. Like it's, it's just like it's just I don't know. But I, you can have these widgets now, right? In the yeah, in the today view. Yeah, like, it's a notification like, center. Yeah. yeah. Apple calls it widgets. If you come from Android, you just go like, yeah, that's right. Widgets. Like, that's like <laughs> no, like I just widgets. have this thing here. It's like so amazing. Yeah, and do you have this? Look, it do you have that? Do you have way that? too small to do anything there. No, <laughs> no, it's, you just read it. This is this is where you read it, and you have to, anyway. That is where just, you read. Yeah, this is where <laughs> I, I read my. Guys, yeah. maybe you can go outside. Okay, whatever. <laughs> no, but. Um, no, yeah. I, I actually I miss I miss widgets. There were a few that were really good, uh, like the sunrise one, sunrise calendar. Actually, I think that was maybe it. But what I really miss is the concept of the separation between your home screen with like selection of apps and the rest of the yeah. apps, yeah. like the app drawer. Yeah. Like I think that's a that's a pretty good concept because it really like gives you fast access to whatever you want. And it's like without having like the extra five screens of, of apps that you actually never go to. So mm. Yeah, it's yeah. true, it's true. So what's on your home screen now that wasn't there last year? Like what what are your your okay. apps of the Uber but I can remove it Uber. from Uber. <laughs> it's only available on weekends. Yeah. So actually I think like Okay, starting with the dog, I think only one, one thing changed. Um, I changed my podcasting app from uh, Castro to Overcast. Okay. Because I'm, I'm a heavy podcast listener. Like whenever I have time, riding my bike, public transportation, traveling, whatever, I listen to podcasts. Um, so that's like one of my key, it's actually one of my most used apps yeah. on the phone. Yeah. And that changed and I really love it. Okay. So that was from, what were the names of those again? Uh, what the app? You were using? Uh, I was using Castro. Okay. And I'm now using Overcast. Okay. And Overcast, is there any particular kind of, what's like the key selling so point? The, so the key selling point for me is the smart speed feature. So okay. um, I normally listen to podcasts already in like 1.5 or 1.8 times yeah. the speed. And what smart speed does is detects kind of gaps in conversation and just skips them. Oh, so okay. that means it does not support live streaming of podcasts, but I never do that. I sync at home or sync at work and then listen to stuff on the way. Yeah. And while playing, it just skips part where like a discussion is not really flowing so you don't so have these that's just <laughs> for a bunch exactly of so if i would now listen to this podcast my, myself i will not hear this gap in conversation yeah. so it just saves an additional time and as i'm listening to quite a lot of podcasts yeah. that's super helpful because it's i can like just speed reading i guess but for for audio yeah kind of yeah a bit yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that's really cool actually i must admit i'm still using the the apple podcast app i don't know why i just i, I think it's a good starting point actually like for, yeah. for like a casual podcast listener yeah I'm, I'm like also using this just the one because I it's more like I never really got myself into using like listening to so many podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's my problem I have with Feedly, like the Feedly mobile app. Oh, like it's, it's the worst. Yeah. It's it's awesome for like after like Google what what what's it called Google, Google, Google Reader. Google, Google Reader closed down. Like Feedly. Is that this year? Yeah. In the world. I don't know. I don't know actually. No, I think no, really last year. Yeah, okay. was it? But not not too early. Anyway, so Feedly is like the new reader of choice, and it has like a mobile app, and everything is very nice. 
but like just like the, the podcast functionality is the worst you can't it's like youtube you literally can't okay. shut off your device and it like stops playing okay. and you can't like look at your position you can do anything basically and that's that's, that's do very you, sad do you but. use podcasts on your android device or? um yeah well with Feedly, like I oh, try okay. to. So I have okay. like with Feedly, have like both my podcast and my kind of RSS feeds all in you know in one place, both mm. on the on the, on the desktop and mm. on on uh, on mobile. But it's just like the the podcast just doesn't yeah. work okay. very nicely. Yeah. So for me, I mean, especially that's why I mentioned the iPhone. Um, so I had an iPhone before already. Um, it's like more or less the general general concept of this, like the bigger phone, bigger screen, actually also led to me using my phone differently. Mm -hmm. So compared to last year, I now have three uh, video streaming apps on my home screen. Mm -hmm. So I use uh, Twitch a lot uh, for like gaming streams. Um, I have an Amazon Instant Video, so Amazon Prime Video yeah. app on my home screen because I actually watch a couple of TV series or movies just like when I'm sitting on the couch or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I have Plex, like a media center uh, companion yeah, client app yeah, yeah. to just stream stuff uh, in my local network um, to yeah. my phone. Mm -hmm. Because of the larger screen, <coughs> it's actually, it, it makes a lot of fun to just consume this media now on my phone yeah. uh, instead of like carrying around the bigger iPad <laughs> or... Nexus 5 is just, <laughs> it's just it's just like I, I love how people yeah the iPhone finally is a big screen it's oh, just like, uh, yeah. oh it's just like uh, okay. no yeah, it's just like I'm sorry it's just like it's yeah, just like so like I mean there's still I still have a couple of problems with a larger screen like it's like my hands are not I mean they are big but not that big to cover the whole screen with my thumb yeah, yeah. but um, yeah getting it's used to it. where you reach your thumb up and it nearly slides out the bottom of yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. really annoying yeah. Uh, I started watching Netflix on mine and they added 1080p support now on iPhone 6 oh, okay. which is nice. awesome it looks I mean mm. on this screen of this size it, ah. it looks really great yeah. if your connection is good enough it's it's really ah. really nice yeah. and I think the only other change is really the uh, is Slack uh, yeah, because we started, oh, yeah. we started using Slack and the company as a replacement for for um, for Skype, mm. and um, I'm also using it in a couple of chats with friends now. So that's kind of a centerpiece of communication. Not really replacing like with my friends, it's not replacing WhatsApp or other means. But for all of like intercompany uh, messaging and whatever on the go, Slack is just the go-to thing. And the app is actually pretty nice. I think like yeah, the whole nice. experience yeah. across the web client, the the Mac app. The, the iPhone native app that's actually it's like a super similar feeling yeah. um, including the, the capabilities that I have everywhere yeah. so I really I mean, like that it kind of feels like this was also the year of Slack like yeah. it yeah, came yeah. I mean it came from out of nowhere pretty much and it just like replaced all the intra company communication yeah. that yeah. you had like especially all interesting. the chats and everything exactly like, yeah, yeah. Like Slack I mean the concept is very similar I think but yeah. Slack so that's, just like that is had something that that is exactly that's the amazing thing so I think like we like we always use Skype and then we, we tried HipChat we tried I think we even tried Campfire we yeah. tried like two or three other chat systems yeah. from IRC Chatter <laughs> whatever like we, we tried all kinds of stuff nothing really um, stuck with us but Slack like from within four or five days yeah, I think from, yeah, everyone in the technology team just yeah. moved on there yeah. never looked back yeah. And I think it works really well. I mean, yes. I really like yeah. the experience and just like yeah. the whole integration with the different services, which I think it's a, yeah. it's really, really well done. Like mm. getting the pivotal comments there and GitHub yeah. and yeah. all this. And also the, the sign up is so easy. Yeah. 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 You just put your company email and you're in. Yeah. And actually like the, also the tutorial experience with a Slack bot who starts a chat with you and asks mm. yourself, what's yeah, your name and yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. And then kind of you learn how to use the chat system. And yeah. while doing that, you're finishing your registration. Yeah. yeah. So it's, uh, it's really it's one of these B two B tools that that really 
cares about UX, which in the past I think has no. been such a big thing. And I think there are other other companies doing similar things now where they, they've realized that, yeah, okay, so it's, it's a B2B product, but you still got to care about your end user and you still got to create no. like, a really special user experience. And then people no. will, you know, if all your employees want to use Slack, they will find a way to make yeah, yeah, use exactly. it. And no. that's what happened here, I think, at Fiverr, actually. No. Yeah. Um, I don't know the whole company is still signed up on Slack, which sometimes yeah. can be yeah. a bit... Yeah, yeah. bothersome. Yeah, like all engineering. Yeah, engineering product like this, you know. Yeah, that's, um, true. Oh, that's true. Um, what, what was I going to say? The thing, the thing I like most about Slack is that it's very intelligent about when it pings my phone in terms of sending me a push and yeah. when yeah. I'm at mm. my desk and I'm active on the yeah. desktop app and it doesn't yeah. notify yeah. me. And this is something that drives me insane with like Facebook Messenger, for example. Oh, Skype, like even the Skype. Synchronization yeah. of chats. Yeah, yeah Skype is even I mean, worse. Skype is really yeah. bad. Yeah. Because it, it's whenever you sign on on your phone, it, yeah. it downloads all the conversations. <laughs> yeah, of the last two months. Like new conversations. Yeah. Bing, 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 bing. Yeah. 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 Okay, what's going on? And it's like it takes so much of revenge as well. Like, yes. Every time when I knew like I had to leave the office, but I still want to use Skype because I was like on the go, and I was like, okay, so an hour before I do that, I have to sign on, to download all the conversations, to avoid just like taking up all my bandwidth on three G because yes. Skype uh, is so efficient. It's like it always was like three hundred megabytes of text that you just download. I your never, phone. I Yay, never use yeah. Skype on my phone, and I literally never use Skype on my phone. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's really like in, in emergency, phone. maybe twice a year in an emergency yeah, situation. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can I, still. I, I deleted it. I mean, since we have Slack, it's really you don't need it anymore. Yeah, yeah. and I for like all the other like for everyone who's not on Slack, I just fall back to email. Yeah, I actually don't even have it on my phone. So I just have it on my iPad because I use it to talk to my parents. But I mean, the same thing, but not to that extent. Still, like the the iMessages still does not really fully get it. When I'm like, as soon as I like when I have a conversation on iMessage, and I do it on my on my MacBook, as soon as I put the messages app into the background. I instantly get notifications on my phone for replies mm, to my yeah. previous messages yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's not the active window on my yeah, Mac. Yeah. And so of course, I still have them on my Mac. I don't really need to, but yeah. Yeah, mm. but it's still about that Skype. No? Yeah. yeah, yeah, true that. Yeah. Uh, maybe it was also, in, in a way, like the year of messaging apps, like a lot of social messaging apps. It seems like whereas one or two years ago it was all about social networks, the, the new social mm. network is actually... And WhatsApp acquisition was this year. Yeah, yeah. 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 Was it? Was it oh, last year? No, it no. was actually this year, I think. I think it was huh? awesome. mm. yeah. yeah. I mean, every single app on Earth now has, has messaging built in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you have things like Snapchat, which are also, you know, huge. Yeah. Uh, probably slightly... Never worked for me. Below no. our generation. Yeah, yeah. I, think I think a lot below yeah. our generation. But, but talking about Snapchat, actually it was like, one thing I'm glad I didn't buy was Google Glass. Because I, like <laughs> I was I was in, in the US in February and like some of my friends had like invites for like three people and I was actually considering it. But it's just like, it, it has disappeared. Yeah. Like it, it's just, it's just not... I don't do, know, do you think anymore. they realize that it's just not a viable? I don't know. Yeah, I think just I think they just like over promised way too early, and then like kind yeah. of never delivered, never delivered, and then had these kind of like really weird like explorer program where you had to sign up for an opportunity to spend like you know fifteen hundred dollars for yeah. like a consumer device, <laughs> yeah, which yeah, is yeah. basically like Android on on like a crappy hardware. Yeah. I don't know. That just like I think they I, I, like for, for me it feels like the the whole Google approach with new tech is is really mostly. Exploratory. I mean, they have to kind of try out these tags, see where they go yeah. in all that. I mean, they do driverless cars. Why would an advertising-based company do driverless yeah. cars? So one part is, of course, to still look attractive to, to mm -hmm. applicants because, hey, with us, yeah. you can do crazy stuff in tech and engineering. Yeah. 
but also in the end there's like there's so much just like exploration into technology into algorithms into learning ai whatever and like speech recognition like products like uh, the google glasses are just like symptoms or like the publicly visible outcomes of some of, some of these programs in the end i think it was never intended to be a super mass market heavily yeah. used product But I still think they handled the whole thing wrongly. They should have maybe had like a dev kit that they that yeah. they made available. Didn't they have a dev kit? I think so. Oh, yeah, I they have. Yeah, the, like this fifteen hundred euro thing was. It's, uh, it's still really really early, right? Still not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not that. Uh, I mean, same as like okay, maybe not, but super similar, like the Oculus thing. Okay, so mm. a they were bought by Facebook, and I'm still waiting for what they're actually going to do with it. Mm. Um, but that kind of, that what like it was super hyped, but since then it has been like it has calmed down. It's it's slowly yeah I mean so yeah I bought one I I bought into the hype but um, yeah it's it's slowly chugging along there's there's nothing crazy happening right now I think everyone's waiting for this kind of highly expected consumer version which ah true is only dev kit so yeah far. exactly yeah. so we're we're on dev kit two now they've they've showcased like a a third prototype which mm. I don't think they will ever sell what's it I think it's called Crystal Cove which is again mm. higher res lower um, Latency, latency, oh, yeah. and and even better. But yeah, I, I guess they're, they're they're secretly building their consumer version. I don't know. Mm. It was also, I mean, I guess it was kind of the year of VR in, in some ways, mm. at least for the early adopters. Um, yeah. Like year of wearables. I mean, the first proper watch was like sorry shipping. Yeah, with like yeah, that's more watch. But you're not, but you're not seeing it a lot. No. I'm, I'm really wondering if next year with the with the Apple Watch release yeah. that will change or not. Actually, I think like next year, like uh, the Apple Watch next year, then what? Like Nike brought out this wearable shirt for training that measures like your your workouts and everything. Yeah, yeah, but still, like, like that's kind of for me. It's it's beyond prototype, but it's not really used yeah. mass market. But they're starting to do promotions for it, so that will also potentially become bigger next year. Yeah. And not to forget, I will get my weird big wrist communicator that I Kickstarter fund probably two Wait. years ago or something. I think it's more than a year ago. Okay. I think I think we need details of this. So so you backed to a, a Kickstarter. Yeah, I, I, I don't know the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a drunken, a drunken Saturday, you know, night this, or something. It's, it's actually quite big. It's almost like a phone on your wrist. It looks like one of these like, Star Trek uh, things, but but even bigger than, than like what they would have. Did you ever play Fallout? Yeah. The, the computer game? Uh, no, oh, I haven't. With the, with I know it, but uh, I haven't played Pit it. Boy. It's mm. like a, oh yeah, the, the giant yeah, guy yeah, with the yeah. maybe not but, that big, but it's really like a, <laughs> a proper sized phone on your wrist and mm. runs Android, and they make a lot of apps for it. <laughs> for Android, that's true. They make a lot of wrist-specific apps. Uh, we'll see. I get uh, an email every week of the progress of the delay of the production yeah, process. Yeah. And I'm joining. I'm curious to join the wrist revolution. Mm. But it's like still, I think like the whole so like Apple Watch, then like all kinds of fitness tracking stuff, yeah. like the shirt I just mentioned, like the, quanti the, the quantified self kind of. Yeah. Yeah. thing coming up I think like the yeah. like Apple Health the, Apple the, Health exactly yeah. like Apple yeah. Health yeah. Health Kit and there's so much stuff where you can like track your activities track what you're doing track your steps your stairs yeah. your workouts like this will become just much much more yeah. larger next year that, that's actually interesting because I, I don't think so I think this this trend of like this health conversation and all this stuff it comes from a place of entrepreneurs that are not the average market I think like 
Apple Watch will not actually be a great success because you already have like Samsung like 360, which is actually pretty good hardware. You have like a lot of like Android smartwatches which the are. Samsung one is pretty crappy. I mean, the, the Motorola, the, well, I mean, the first Motorola. Was oh, the Motorola. Sorry, yeah, Motorola. But the second one is the, the now that they're yeah. using now. It's like it actually looks still quite nice. It's not yeah. like the. I have an exactly. iPhone yeah. nano strapped, yeah, exactly. yeah. strapped to my wrist, yeah. and the hardware specs are also yeah. quite. But I, I don't think like people are really super interested in that. Mm -hmm. Like I don't think like the average consumer that buys iPhone and like and throws is interested yeah. in how many steps they took today. And like yeah. I don't know, it's just like it but seems that a lot of a lot of that. no with the, with the watch. So I think this uh, for me you can already cover with the phone or with a yeah. Nike fuel band or something like that. I would see. I would expect that we see just some use cases with the watch that we can't even think of right now. Let's see the nice picture. Yeah, yeah, exactly. These kind of use cases. No, but useful stuff. I mean, and really, I really think that like even even us, we are not like the typical consumer at all. Like you know, we're like way above average in terms of like you know information that we collect about the tech marketplace, what's happening and here and there and everything. But like these these whole kind of like self quantization stuff, it just like seems like yeah, of course, like in the Silicon Valley, entrepreneurs do that, and like the rich people are now backing that thing. Like the actually, rich I think so. Yeah, yeah, of course, it's a bit mm -hmm. of a like it's our point of view, and it's like yeah. of course tainted by who we are, what kind of people we work with, and hang out with. Um, so I'm not, of course, not next year quantified self. Apple Watch will not be on everyone's wrist. Yeah, mm. iPhone, iPhone also took five years to be like yeah, yeah, but used by a lot and a huge amount of people. I still think it's a trend that's going on. Yeah, there's so many, science. there's so mm. many products coming out. Like okay, Apple Watch. Okay, part of it is and they're also promoting it. Part of it as a fitness device. But of course, there will be all kinds of things that developers will come up with. Like the example they gave at the at when they presented the watch. The okay, you you put on a route when you want to walk somewhere and kind of mm. buzzes on your wrist if you have to go left or right as like kind of a navigational thing, or you just look yeah, it up on your screen. Super useful. It's yeah, like as an extension of your phone. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, communication as well. I think I think Apple are going to do some interesting things there with, mm. with the, you know, the the 3D emojis. 3D Please not. I don't know. I think there's like still like of course there's like signs and portents of stuff to come, but there's like so many things that also have been like you know that that now we don't remember even. Like what about like 3D cinema? It was supposed to be the amazing thing of the future and like soon everything would be and now it's like kind of like actually 3D cinema sucks. Like nobody mm. wants to see it. So mm. I I don't know, like let's see, let's see how that works out with all these like you know wearables yeah. and like Google Glass I think is actually is, is more indicative of what will happen to Apple Watch than people you probably want to, want to want so to want to So for you it's already a failure? Um I, I don't I don't know. No, it's not At a least failure. Huh? Google Glass? I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. Um, yeah. And I mean, I, I really hope the best, you know, for Apple and Apple Watch and everything. Because <laughs> that's such a nice that's guy. So nice. <laughs> yeah, no, but really, I mean... No, like, sure to tell them that's, that's just no like really, like, like, you know, the point where we start, like, really going towards this, like, you know, like, the bionic, you know, like, union between, like, man and machine and stuff, like, that's awesome. That's, like, everybody kind of wants it but like i don't know if it's mm. going to happen like so quickly and like now and everything but i, I, mean, I would be excited is, i don't just don't know. like oh that would be pretty awesome but I, I i still think that at the point when when you like make a decision whether it's actually like you're going to be the one that merges with the machine people will be like yeah exactly. i don't think i want to do well, that I was gonna right. say, a lot of yeah. people would disagree with exactly. that being awesome i think the idea but would not go for the yeah. execution because it's like you know you would like to see someone else 
being a half first. robot, but not not not. But I mean, I honestly, honestly, there's like a lot of people. <laughs> there's a lot of people that already like implemented RFID tags in under their skin, and they can do awesome things. That is like open def- doors. Find like, a lot of people. <laughs> well, <laughs> a couple. <laughs> no, I mean a couple. Like yeah, a couple like that a handful. have made. So that, yeah, but you know, and two handful. <laughs> 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 no, but you know that that kind of like really like do things that that really would be really comfortable. Like would be awesome yeah, I mean, doing. But but like. Like for example, you Open just don't need your door. wallet anymore. Like ever, you just have like one RFID chip that kind of contains it's a lot of payment pay. information. Apple Pay. <laughs> like, do you think Apple Pay will be a big success and everybody will adopt it? I don't know. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, pay. No, but hey, yeah, yeah, hand, kind of. Wave like, your hand. No, but I mean, so so I would be I would be cautious about this kind of like uh, yeah. I mean, Apple so, okay, so maybe not that specifically. Yeah. But I still think it's it's an it's an. It's an indicator of a trend, so... Yeah. I, uh, people like to measure their stuff. Like, you guys have people use it. Just watch people! <laughs> no, no, I, mean, all of you. I mean, also, I also meant for the payment. So maybe yeah. maybe the Apple Pay with a phone on the Apple Watch is not super successful out of the gate. Yeah. But uh, to move away from traditional payment systems, that's just coming. I mean, it's the first, this is the, is the, the year of, of PayPal, friends and family. Something that <laughs> <laughs> now that you bring up payments, not really. This, yeah. this has uh, they've launched it this year, and I think a lot of people haven't noticed. Now they do a lot of uh, advertising in Berlin as well, that you can send money for free on PayPal. And I do it all the time to friends mm-hmm. and family. Mm-hmm. So whenever I have someone paying for for dinner or so, I just send them the money right away on PayPal. And that mm-hmm. wasn't uh, possible before because mm-hmm. you had to pay, pay fees. Yeah, it's like Venmo. No, Venmo. Venmo is actually big, it's pretty big. Venmo, you know Venmo? No. It's pretty big in like in the Bay Area and it's like kind of the yeah. same thing. You can just like pay, you know, with, with an app, you just like I just send you money. Like we just put the bill in the restaurant, I send you money immediately there. Like it's it's Actually, pretty cool. only missing something that you can take a picture of the bill and splits it automatically. Yeah, yeah. But there's been a lot of like peer to peer payment yeah. platforms I think this year as well. Yeah. No, I was amazed um, in London this weekend that I, I went back home and to find that I can I no longer even have to well, so I can't really pay for cash for underground anymore because um, they're really phasing it out. I no longer even have to buy like an Oyster card that I top up. I now just wave my contactless debit card in front of the barrier and it takes the payment straight away and I get into the underground and then I just wave it on the way out again. That's and nice. I never even see how much I'm spending, which is genius. But It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like with the Uber, you, just like see all the charges at yeah, the end. Yeah. Yeah. So they've like eliminated this this middle step of having a card that you top up and use to to, yeah. to access stuff. Now you just do it with your payment card. I mean, here I'm using my phone now to pay for public transport completely. Use yeah, exactly. Touch yeah, travel, yeah, just yeah. check in when you enter and check out when you leave, yeah. and yeah. automatically uh, you pay yeah. once a month. Is that like NFC thing? You I think it's start- I think so. Actually, it's, NFC it's, also, so it's, I think it started with an RFID based section. Okay. So I think the that's why it's still called touch and travel. Really back in the day. So when I was still going to like the university here, two thousand three, four, five, these touch and travel red points on blue background showed up at yeah, some yeah. of the S bahn stations. So I read into it. It was like a pilot program of Acor and uh, Motorola with a special phone and Deutsche Telekom. So you had to become a member of, <laughs> the, of, the, pilot, of the pilot <laughs> program. Um, then they gave you a special phone and then you could like actually touch your phone against these points on the S-Bahn stations mm-hmm. and then they to check in and to check out. And then they deducted it up from your from your cell phone uh, bill at the end of the mm-hmm. month. So that's where the name is coming from. Now they have this 
actually it's not really looking that great but it's super practical and super yeah. handy super um, yeah. you just yeah. you check in yeah. to, to your to like to the station like a Foursquare check-in in the app while you're riding the public transportation you have like a QR code that you can show if you're ever like checked if you have a ticket mm-hmm. on the on the train and when you leave the train you check out and at the end of the day so I think at 3 a.m. in the morning when they're like the their cycle ends here in Berlin they do a calculation okay did he like was it just a short trip was it a normal trip or did he like travel so much that it's like a daily trip so they they bill you on the on the cheapest ticket so if you've if you've done like eight times standard travel they just bill you on the daily ticket automatically instead of billing you for like eight single tickets okay. stuff really, like that that's, 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 that's really the really great that you get for using the app yeah. Yeah. unfortunately it's, they don't do it on a like monthly Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. and it's the app I've, I've collected bills that were higher than getting okay. a monthly yeah. ticket for mm-hmm. example yeah. but the app is so much better than the official BVG app which is like yeah. really bad what, what um, is the but you can only buy one ticket in the app which is if you're traveling with another person that yeah, doesn't true. have cash mm-hmm. you yeah. can't buy a second ticket uh, in the app yeah. which is okay. really but you can do it with BVG I think that you yeah. can do with the BVG yeah. app yeah. Yeah. yeah I used the BVG app yeah. before so I got the monthly ticket you done with it touch and travel touch and travel touch and travel because I mean I so it's like an official Deutsche Bahn app you can also use it in all kinds of other public yeah. transportation systems in Germany and you can even use it for Deutsche Bahn if you want to go to Hamburg or Hannover you, you can, can just I mean in the beginning you have to enable um, like location, cell tower triangulation yeah. from your uh, your ISP I was going to say I mean, from your carrier hmm. but it's really fast and then hmm. that's how it uh, gets your location it's not enabled by default apparently not no no so like normally your carrier does not expose your location to app developers, oh, yeah. so yeah. you have to do that. I think what they do, so it's actually using GPS for the check-ins and checkouts, but they use the carrier-provided location data to check again, so that you yeah, I don't know did, like didn't do GPS stuff. spoofing or whatever strange things. <laughs> okay. Fair What's the best? Uh, did you guys use City Map? Yeah. 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 What do you think of that? I love it. I mean, I switched it after. It's actually one of the items in my yeah. in my preparation. Like I, when I use Android, I just use the Google Maps. Think we yeah. started working like I think late last year. We finally added uh, FAGE to to the support services, yeah. and it was really bad because a lot of times it was just unreliable and there was no tram going and things like that. Mm. And now with CityMapper, I'm like I'm so happy. It's yeah. just so the user experience. Like the first time I started using it, it was like this is really complicated. Like there's like a ton yeah. of buttons and things yeah. and options. But once I got used to it. It's just it's really convenient and like the different options that you have like the rain safe one. That's yeah. these are things that I really appreciate because it's like it just saves me so much efforts. Mm. And for your standard things, I mean, there's always like the bring me home, bring me to work. Yeah, yeah. you can like just favorite places, and then this like that's ninety percent of my usage. So I'm somewhere in the city. I want to get home. Yeah, and then I just bet. Did you ever use the rain safe thing? Because I really want to use it, but I just never think at the time when it's raining, oh, I should use the rain safe thing. <laughs> what, what, what's what's the rain safe thing for? So if, if you want to go somewhere, they provide you a, a set of different routes, obviously. Mm-hmm. Some of them use just trains, some use different combinations, but they have a, like a rain safe option, which okay. uh, calculates the best route that would keep you undercover for the most amount of time so you don't get wet. Which sounds great, right? But yeah. I, I just never... I mean, it also integrates with the car sharing companies and bike sharing here in Berlin. So it also shows you uh, how how long would it take you with a bike and how much roughly would it cost you if you use like the city bike service of Deutsche Bahn, for example. Yeah. Um, and you can use the teleport as well. Like oh, I, I prefer the catapult. Yeah, it's true. The no, jetpack. Jet. Oh. 
These are options in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, it actually it's a little bit ahead of its time. Yeah. 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 Does it have See, an option to no cobblestones for all the fixie oh, and race no, bike? That would, uh, that would be nice. No, 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 that's not there. So like the app, there's a couple of these like kind of funny things in there. And the best thing is really their update notes when they release bigger updates to their app. That's you just have to read that. That's such a yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just so awesome. So hilarious. I, I love that. It's like they just make it funny compared to like mm -hmm. otherwise like but minor performance, minor performance improvements and UI fixes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like it's like very detailed release notes. Like well, we fixed the when you wanted to write something in Cyrillic and you press backspace three times, then the unicorn doesn't appear anymore. And it's like things like that. It's, it's just really funny. Yeah. It's like very specific fixes. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd say what those those app developers that just put general improvements in their yeah. update notes, they can they can really go away. I, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think the company is actually pretty young. I haven't really heard about them before. Which one? The, the City Mapper guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, I mean, they were already featured as one of the small, uh, one of the few apps on the Apple Watch screen. So they made like a big impression. Yeah, yeah. So, pretty, pretty huge splash, I think. Uh, yeah, cool. Any other apps? I'm just looking at my... Um, um, actually, so that's, that's one thing that I think will be good as a, as a discussion topic. But so what a new thing that's kind of recent is like Inbox for uh, Awesome, uh, awesome thing. Uh, I really like it. I tried it really briefly. And I don't know. I looked at it and I deleted the app. <laughs> <laughs> but why? Why? I don't know. I just I didn't. I, I love it. it. I just. Like, I don't use it. No. I tried it, but it's not my. You ever try it? No. Okay. I mean, I hate it actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's really. I'm, I kind of try to convince myself to to actually start using it, but for me it's just so confusing. And maybe it's just the way I use what, my email. What What is confusing about it? Like, it's just it's just like. So so many things and things just like keep popping up and sliding and, the, and maybe it's like the material design but I just it's really really confusing like how the way it orders emails yeah. like I use it just for a personal email and that well for one of my personal emails and that part of it is like it's usually just Amazon receive and Cartago yeah. receive yeah. and Drive now receive and like and Uber receive Uber receives <laughs> yeah. and things like that and f I just don't really see how this actually yeah. works. Like sometimes I have the feel that important emails get lost in there rather than that it would expose mm -hmm. them. Like when I once in a while I get an email from someone like I don't know from from my parents or whatever it's like can you yeah. do this and that. Instead of like exposing it because it's someone that I haven't talked to in a long time and I have them on a contact list, it just gets like buried in some obscure update section and okay. like, a week later I'm like, oh, but like how, email, how, so. how did that person contact you? Like, was it via like some social network? Whatever, no, it was just or? like a direct email to a direct, my email oh. address. Yeah, that's, so. that's weird because like since I've started using it, and I really like it that it kind of like orders emails per category and it does so very well. And of course, I don't think like there's nothing equivalent to like Google now, I think like for, mm -hmm. for Apple. But for example, if you get like an email about the flight you just bought, it just automatically gets put in your, in your uh, calendar. You know, it's added to Google now, so you have yeah. information. And I, I found that it really reduces the clutter in terms of notifications from my personal email. In that usually I just get like, yeah, Amazon and then here and then a newsletter there and a special offer there. And now they're all like, really nicely sorted away into their you know categories and the, what remains is actually real email like people like literally just typing keys and emailing me <laughs> and that's what i get notifications now and that's actually what i want to get i don't give a crap about amazon yeah. you know like sending oh your things have been shipped it's like yeah cool Duh. and it actually tells me that now it's just like the little icon with amazon and then shipped under it i don't even need to it's it's really cool yeah, yeah I mean, that's, that's what i mean like i'm just trying to convince myself and get myself to use it because yeah. I, I, I believe that like 
especially in my first in this email yeah. address I have so much crap there that yeah, exactly. I, I kind of can use the filtering, but yeah. I just, I don't know if it's that it lets to learn more or something, yeah. but it just never, like it didn't, I, did, I can't like really read the benefits of it because okay. it's just like, it doesn't yeah. provide me enough value right now to that, actually use yeah, this. Yeah, that's interesting, Michelle. I think it actually does really depend on the ecosystem that you're in. I think with, with the Google, Div, like OS, like Android, it and really actually <laughs> adds you like it adds probably yeah. several features that on iOS you wouldn't have, which is why I'm like surprised that everyone's yeah. like, ah, oh, I don't see the usefulness in it. And for me, it's like that's I, I pretty cool. Miss, from the Android side, I missed like I miss now all the stuff about them, you know, picking up my flights and adding them yeah. to Google yeah. Now. And now I have to do this this kind of clunky thing with Passbook where I, I open like the EasyJet app and I get my flight and then I yeah. hit the really ugly add to Passbook button yeah. and it goes into my Passbook. <laughs> and I shouldn't really have to do that like, yeah. it should just happen but really. there yeah. is Passbook which isn't there on Android because you don't yeah, need it yeah okay, but it's <laughs> but for example yeah. in, uh, just there in Google now it's, yeah, it's, although you can't you don't have boarding passes on that no. right? well but you have them in your in your, in your your trip category in inbox so just like trip <laughs> boom and it's there right? okay it's, yeah. it's, uh, no that's, it's, that's interesting I yeah I haven't tried it actually I didn't even know it was on iOS so there we go <laughs> Um, there's one thing uh, which is kind of relevant to, to Christmas gifts actually that I've been using recently. It's just a nice little app that it's called Canopy and it's basically like a curated layer on top of Amazon. So they, hmm. they handpick really, really nice products, quite often like design oriented and, and kind of premium products, but Downloading it, it and they now. present it in a really <laughs> simple way. Uh, really, really nice. You can scroll through. They have like a um, trending list based on people liking stuff in this app, I guess. But they also split it into categories. If I, if anybody ever asks me, you know, what do I want for Christmas? Which, believe it or not, my mum has just messaged me and says, "Hi, Ed, what do you want for Christmas? We're running out of time." <laughs> <laughs> that is <isn't> correct. <laughs> um, yeah, I browse through this thing and. and Inevitably, within five minutes, I see something that I really want. Do you guys know mm. Fancy? Yeah. yeah. Yes. I mean, that's that kind of similar, right? Who, who, who built that? It's something to do with, with Kevin Rose or... I don't know, but it, I mean, that has a lot of uh, design yeah. products and really crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah. Sometimes but really I, crazy I, it's, stuff. It's like, I think it's just, it's, it's one level uh, further than, or like one step further than, than Canopy, because it's really like, whatever crazy stuff, it doesn't matter if it costs like, $15,000. It's, it's kind of a bit hipster. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's so expensive. And the other thing is, like, I, I get given Amazon vouchers as gifts sometimes, and if I if I just want to find something nice that I want to buy myself, then, you know, Amazon has become an absolute beast of a site to, to navigate through. Mm, yeah. It's, yeah, it's become like the Yahoo, you know, of the earliest, like, so many yeah. categories, so many links, everything is like... And they're, they're like the you don't just browse Amazon. No, yeah, no, 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 I mean, every time I try it, just, just fail yeah. miserably. Yeah. It's like you either buy the first item that you see in the category yeah. because it's the one with like the highest rating, the most rating, or you or you lost. Yeah. It's like there's just so many items in every single category there. It's, yeah, it's yeah. Like, so that's really nice. Canopy is nice. The other one for me is uh, is all about kind of personal goals and productivity, uh, which is an app called Lyft. I think Apple featured it as like one of the LYFT. Yeah. No, not L Y. It's ah, L I F T. Okay. Um, but it's really simple, kind coach. of um, daily coach uh, setting. You, you browse from like a marketplace of goals, so it's like a centralized platform where like other people can also add these goals. Can you watch videos um, to get more goals? 
No, there is no person. Not, not yet. Um, but it basically revolves around like positive reinforcement. So if you've got something you want to do, I'll give you an example. Uh, one of them that I have here is get out of bed the first time my alarm goes off. Hmm. Right? And this is something you browse the marketplace. This is a goal that other people have, and you can see all the other people that do this goal and there is like a discussion around it and people can ask questions and things. Um, <laughs> so obviously you? in this case, it's, it's and you can give props to people that, that do it as oh, well. Okay. All right. And, and you just you just flick it, you kind of swipe it when you've done it in a day. Hmm. You, you say how many times you want to achieve it during the week and it has like a number of dots for, for that. And it never like makes you feel bad about not doing stuff. It just, just makes you feel good when you do it. And, yeah. and it's like really based around a lot of positive reinforcement so you know telling you you're awesome like getting like a combo five days in a row for doing push-ups or you know something like that and and then other people can also give you props for, for doing these things sounds like basically gamifies your self yeah. self-development yeah kind of, but the problem yeah. I, I always have with that stuff is that it would I would get bogged down in it and then I would start to feel bad and then I would just that's it. Once I start to feel guilty, yeah. I would never open up. I, I think I think that's that's kind of a fundamental problem in terms of like using apps for self development because self development is something that is best approached like one really really small step a small step at a time, right? Mm. And then like apps are actually they just in, invite you to like consume and like do more and like you know so and then there's kind of these two things are, are probably yeah. like a little bit of at odds. Yeah. And it's uh, the, the best thing is they send you they send me one push notification in the morning, hmm. which is always like a slightly different message. But so the one I got this morning, uh, it's it says uh, this is easy, do this today, yeah. uh, this and seven other goals, and it just kind of makes you feel like you're ready for the day and, and to to tick off all these things. It's kind of nice, yeah. and it's the only thing like that. And there's a ton of like to do productivity yeah. apps out there. It's the only thing that. I find it works for me. Yeah. I had the same problem with the notification for Duolingo. It's like, yeah. every, like every time they send me a notification like at 6 p.m. I'm like, hey, you're just like 10 XP from like your daily goal. And if I didn't do that, I was just like, damn it, and I just hated it and I stopped doing it completely and then they stopped sending notifications, which is also nice. For me. <laughs> <laughs> they just stopped Okay, trying. this guy has given up. At that point, yeah. but yeah, it was always like, it made me feel guilty for like, 20 minutes before I forgot <laughs> that there was a notification because I was just like, ah, oh, you know, I, I don't want to do it right now. And yeah. so there was, I don't know, I think I, I really kind of have the feeling that if you really want to achieve something, you just like, you should have really have the willpower to do that. Yeah. Because I, yeah. if, if you have like a kind of like a crutch that's just like pushing you forwards, mm. it's so easy to just like stop afterwards. Mm. Yeah. Like you have to get into it like full on yeah. rather yeah. than being like, oh, well, okay, I'm going to do it because. Yeah. I would expect that if you, that if you managed to do it with one of these apps, you probably would have managed. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Without, it well. without it, but not the other way around. I think yeah. like it's just like an over reliance exactly. on like technological probably. stuff to probably. solve something that it's yeah. and, really. And another thing is how they started to to kind of monetize it now is you can hire. So let's say I do push-ups. Or <laughs> you can hire people to do the push-ups for you. <laughs> you can hire or you can pay for like a personal trainer to give you advice, like daily advice, and you have sessions with them. Oh. And it like, in terms of pricing, it totally undercuts obviously what you'd ever pay for a real personal coach or something. It's not just physical tasks as well. It's like, you know, uh, anything from... I guess like confidence boosting or presentation. But is it a real coach or is it someone else in the community who then gets no, like it's, a cut for it? They have like a showcase of all these okay. people that exist yeah. on the platform and you, okay. can, you can browse and say, hmm, Jeff looks nice, I'll 
use him for my yeah. Uh, to do my push-ups. <laughs> yeah. He looks strong. <laughs> so yeah, I must admit I haven't done that, but it's it's definitely an interesting. But that sounds a lot like um, freeletics, uh, an app that's current. I think it's actually quite high in the top crossing at the moment. It's like you can, it's a free app that gives you like workouts and whatever, mm. and it, like a plan for for working out, doing sports, whatever. Mm. But you can also get a coach for I think 40 euro for six weeks, eight weeks, something, something. And then he will create a personalized training exercise plan for you that he will then help pushing you through. Mm. Yeah. No, it's, it's interesting. There's definitely a lot out there for, for doing that. But yeah, for me, it worked. Um, so yeah, we've been talking for about an hour and a half, which is quite a long time. Um, just really quickly, any like books that you recommend this year or, or, or ones that have really um, impacted you in some way? I mean, the hard thing about hard things was, yeah, definitely. was a pretty really good book. Yeah, yeah. I really started, like, I don't know about you guys, but I, like, I really had like mixed feelings while reading it at certain points, because sometimes it's just like, he just comes across as a, as a bit of a jerk, but then just like, I think when you're reading the book, you kind of realize like, yeah, but it's just the way I think it, it needs to be. Yeah, I mean, so the for me, it was just like, was... I was kind of like split, but yeah, I mean, I think that it's a, it, was a, it was a pretty, pretty impressive and it's just very realistic in a lot of yeah, ways no, exactly. it really yeah. says okay sometimes it's not about making a decision about between the best and the worst option yeah. it's between the worst and a little bit less bad yeah. option is all you have and so so I actually haven't read it if, if you were to pitch it to me super quickly like why would I want to read this because it gives you a really good perspective on what it means to work in a, in a startup I think okay. or on a startup yeah and um, without not glorifying, uh, not making it sound really simple, but very realistic with very, very good and very specific examples. Mm. Um, what it's like to, to run a yeah, it's a, it's a startup, startup life without any like glamour. Mm. Okay. You know, like, it's really, it's, I mean, it's really raw to, to an extent because like, I think the experience that he went through was, yeah, it was pretty, pretty rough. And I think that's, mm. even though the yeah, is quite successful, Yeah. He had to go through like a lot of tough decisions, and mm. it's not—it's not one of the happy. You're just gonna build it, and everything's gonna be yeah. fine. Yeah. Kind of, kind of things. So. Okay, okay. So mine would be a book called Creativity Inc., which is by Ed Catmull, the founder of Pixar, um, oh. which is really, really interesting. It's the kind of. It's kind of him telling his story um, right through from when he was in the very, very early days before any 3D animation existed, selling these crazy huge machines that would render like a wireframe hand or something to, to animation studios at the time when they were still using paintbrushes and trying to sell this technology to Disney and to convince Disney that this was the next big thing. Right through to his time working obviously with, with Steve Jobs um, when, when Steve kind of bought or at least heavily invested in Pixar. So you get that slant on it as well, which is like another perspective on, on Steve Jobs. Mm. Um, but then also just, just more in general, like how to foster creativity in, in like a corporate environment. And the, you know, Pixar is an amazing company and they've gone through some pretty tough times as well. Like it's not all been rosy for them and they took some pretty drastic measures to try and, mm. uh, you know, these, guys, these are guys that come to work and a lot of them have to like, Their job is to tell a story and to to kind of uh, broadcast emotion to, yeah. to the world. So you know they they have to kind of keep a view to, to being creative. So for me, that was really interesting actually. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so actually, I've, I've I've not read that many books. I've read the hard uh, hard things book, um, but then most of it is really like blogging, podcasting a lot. Yeah. Um, I think like the only like the book uh, the, the the book that I would maybe also like put on 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 Christmas wish list would be the What If book by Randall Monroe, oh, the XKCD yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. comic guy. That's yeah. like a really really great. That's it's like fun. small chunks of entertainment, uh, always like a couple of pages. And the whole premise of the book is like he like he asked his readers of the webcomic um, to send in questions like absurd, sometimes really absurd or just funny questions, questions about like sciences, whatever. So mm-hmm. an example would be if all if all the people on the earth would jump up and down at the same time, what would happen? Or if like a, if on, in baseball, if I would throw the ball with like light speed, what would happen to the to the pitcher? Yeah, um, I think it's just like it's more more like what would happen. In general, like yeah. Actually, yeah, like yeah. What would be the outcome of this? Exactly, and that's like and like he's like he he has worked for NASA before he kind of um, quit his job there and went full time into like the comic yeah. drawing on his side. Um, so he has like a really good science background. He like he answers them always. He tries to answer them scientifically correct, but always like with like really nice, funny things along the ride. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, talking about cartoonist, uh, my favorite book of the of this year was actually by Scott Adams, um, "How to Fail at Almost Everything oh, and yes. Still Win Big." <laughs> yeah. um, that was like really, really, really good. Um, it kind of it didn't really tell a lot of new things in terms of you know like self improvement, self development, and kind of like life in general. But it just like ties a lot of things that you know you get from like uh, you know like the seven habits of high successful people to you know like basically like dieting or whatever or like the signs of happiness and just like ties it all very neatly together and and you're just like yeah that's true like you know like your personal energy you know like you know like has a great influence on what you do in life and so and even then like you know what people do most in startups in like they fail they fail a lot and just like removing for example that you know, kind of fear of failure mm-hmm. is is just like the, the the thought process of going towards like it's not the outcome I'm working towards, but it's the system how I work. Even in a company setting, it's not that you always do the right thing all the time. It's that you try and try and try again because ultimately it's like in poker. Like of course you can have like one bad beat and another one, but ultimately if you stay in the game and you play the game right, then you know statistics are on your side at some point, and yeah. you can fail. You know five six seven times and it, it, you only need to win once kind of you know so yeah, yeah. um so that was like really really nice it was like it's very also very easily like to read it's it's very nice it doesn't have like these kind of like you know like messiahs like of self-help gurus yeah, that, sure. uh, it's always like a li- little bit like so it, it's really it's really amazing i would just like you know i'll just like give it away like for christmas to like a lot of people that i know that i think yeah. will, will will like it yeah cool okay so yeah i mean we should probably wrap it up but um, yeah, um, so we're here in Fiverr and we're all Fiverr people, so uh, if people want to join us, are we hiring right now? I guess we are. Yeah, yeah. always. We yeah, are we're always, always hiring. hiring. Like, especially the product team. Like, okay, so we are quite some people right now on the product team, but like we are, we're growing in the whole company and there's always need for smart people here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you want to come have random conversations with, with glue iron and sitting in a tiny sweaty office. Uh, That's true. Sorry, the, not the whole office is tiny. <laughs> 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 no, it's, it's actually a big and airy and yeah. very nice. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Chose, yeah. This, chose this tiny room on purpose. Yeah. 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 Uh, so if people want to read more about Fiverr, how like do they do Fiverr.com slash jobs. 
Slash careers. Slash careers. This is going to be fiber that come and yeah. through company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's, 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 that's fiber with a Y, right? Yeah, fiber with a Y. Yeah. Cool. I think huh. we're a bit too used to saying that, but yeah. Um, guys, thank you. It's been really, really fun, and I and I think yeah, there's you. some pretty cool things in this. I think I might have to split it in half actually. It's kind of like <laughs> <laughs> well, there's like so many things we haven't talked about, like the Internet of Things, you know, private uh, yeah, space flight. Yeah, you know, yeah. there's like so, so much so more. Desert, we didn't hit desert golf here. Desert Goldfish. Desert Goldfish. Desert Goldfish. And then a quick fire. If you have anything else on your list, now is the time to quickly reference it. Monument Valley. Monument Valley is awesome. Legal Simpsons House. Scanbot. Scanbot. Oh, Scanbot is amazing, actually. Sunrise Calendar. Sunrise Calendar. This was the year when kind of Apple and Google's calendar kind of got beaten in a way. Yeah. The European Nest, the Tado from Munich. My my Bluetooth shower speaker. <laughs> oh, yeah, Bluetooth shower speaker. So I've, I've, I've really... The 15 euro... The 12, 12 euro Bluetooth, Bluetooth shower speakers, I cannot yeah. recommend them highly yeah. enough. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> You'll find them on Amazon because they're 12 euros. <laughs> I, I, love, for shower speaker. Yeah. I love the way the Nomi's mentioning Tinder or anything, but that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, you just that, was, that, was, that, was, that was last year. Last year. <laughs> okay. Just sneak in. Cool. Uh, so yeah, guys, thank you very much. It's been really cool. And yeah, everybody else, thanks for listening. And... See you next time. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.